This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Welcome to it. How are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride. Go ahead. I'll give you a second to finish filling up the cup of coffee. I know, uh, you know, most of you listening to this at least will be sipping on your caffeinated beverage, just like the rest of us. Hey, hold on a second. Me too. It's a caffeinated beverage. Hey, okay, here we go. I got, I got, I got, I got. We have a lot of information for you today. Some good, some bad. Um, I'm going to start a little bit with, you know, a little Donald Trump stuff, and then I'm going to move on. Um, I know that, uh, you know, we get, we get just piles and piles of Trump thrown on us every day and it's going to get worse. So I'm debating. I may just throw the pile off to the side uh, on this broadcast. Not today, however. Uh, and, uh, cause the man is just drives me insane. And I was just reminded, uh, why, uh, why didn't you endorse him? You endorsed Jim Gilmore and he quit. You should have endorsed Donald Trump, and then he would have quit. That's very possible. Very possible that that could have happened. That's how good my endorsements are. However, just between you and me, there's no way that I was going to endorse Donald Trump and have any chance of that man saying, whoa, even somebody in the Glenn Beck world is endorsing me. Even though you know it's a joke, it's not really true, but I did say it, and he would use it. Guaranteed, he would use that. So there's no way I'm giving that man that fire. No way. You see, what he doesn't care, and you'll see how much he doesn't care in a few moments. And we also have uh, many people off the deep end uh, for Donald Trump, which is kind of amazing. I mean, we we had Laura Ingram go on her tirade a couple of weeks ago, but she actually went on a another uh, another great tirade uh, yesterday, I think it was. But she talked about uh, the uh, well, uh, Donald Trump. There's other presidents that have had affairs, Reagan. And uh, Lincoln was not a good guy. Okay. Okay, Laura. 
Uh, lots of presidents had their failings. Well, we're not uh, we're not picking a church leader. We're picking someone who can guide the country away from globalist disaster that we've gotten ourselves into. Thanks, Laura. Appreciate it. Top of the world to you. Sean Hannity again, uh, you know, trying to say that he remains, uh, oh, I'm, I'm even. I'm equal, equal time. Ted Cruz even got more time than me on my show than Donald Trump. Uh-huh. He didn't get more time to be able to just ramble on and on and on and on without you questioning anything, did he, Sean? And now Sean's going after Speaker Ryan? You have to be kidding me. Establishment out to sabotage GOP nominee, yet they betrayed the base. So now he wants, I don't know that I could support Speaker Ryan anymore. Okay, Sean. Good job. Good stinking job. The other day, Trump was on Brett Baer, and I could play the I could play some of the highlights from the interview. Um, I'll tweet the interview out. I mean, it's twenty one, almost twenty two minutes, twenty one and a half minutes long. Um, if you can, if you can take it, listen to it. It's worth listening to. Uh, if you think you can take it, I made the mistake of listening to it at about eleven o'clock, eleven thirty at night when I needed to lay down and. Try to close my eyes for a couple hours. That was a huge mistake because it just made me angry and <sighs> should not have listened to it at that time of day. I should not have listened to it. But as I was listening to it, I just took some notes. What did I do with the notes? I want. I just took some notes, and instead of playing the interview for you, what I'll do is I'll just uh, I'll just read my notes. Because I, I could play the whole thing, but no. You know what? I'm going to say, I, you know what? Instead of you listening to it, I'll save you from listening to it. I'll just read you my notes. As I, as I was listening to it, it's 11, 11.30 at night the other night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. These are my quick notes to remind myself of the 22 and a half minute, 21 and a half minute interview. Marco, good guy, nice guy. Bad things said. Tend to forget that, especially if you win. Oh, you tend to forget the bad stuff, especially if you win. Right. That sums up a little bit of Donald Trump for you. Ben Carson, good guy. Chris Christie, Ben, great. Got a call from a person that said bad things about me and wants to work for me now. I said, how are you going to do that? You said, he said, don't worry about it. And because he's a politician, right? On the JFK thing. Uh, at about the 427-ish mark. Father said bad things, prayed for bad things. Not true. Uh, 545, didn't deny it. Brett Baer, well, they did. Donald Trump, I didn't see it. Then Donald Trump, well, they can deny it, but Supreme Court justices, I'd like to name 10 or 15 names. I met with Heritage and others. Iraq War. Brett Bear, there's audio audio of you. No, there isn't. I was on Howard Stern before, and I said loosely. Wait, you said there wasn't any audio, but there is audio. No, there isn't. Well, I was on Howard Stern, and I said loosely. I was a civilian then. What are you now? Anyway, uh, Iraq War. 
Then I said it was a success because they said it was a success. What? At about the 1825, he talks about his tax plan. Some have said it's steep. I have the biggest tax plan. I don't just make the plan. It takes lots of congressmen, lots of senators, lots of everything. 1840-ish. I would like to not sign too many executive orders. Have to do what I say we have to do. That's your presumptive GOP nominee. I'm Brett Baer. Those are just my quick notes. And then yesterday we had the uh, Trump going off on Elizabeth Warren, which, you know, I'm not opposed. I mean, Elizabeth Warren, she's a you know socialist with the rest of them. However, uh, Trump goes off on her. I hope corrupt Hillary Clinton chooses goofy Elizabeth Warren as her running mate. I'll defeat them both. Let's probably check goofy Elizabeth Warren's records to see if she is Native American. I say she's a fraud. That's already been proven down. We've been down that road. Goofy Elizabeth Warren, Hillary Clinton's flunky, has a career that is totally based on a lie. She is not Native American. So Elizabeth Warren fights back. It's a Twitter war. That's your president. I called out at real Donald Trump on Tuesday. 45 million saw it. He's so confident about his counterpunch, he waited until Friday night. Lame. Elizabeth Warren. Goofy Donald Trump for a guy with the best words. That's a pretty lame nickname. Weak. Elizabeth Warren. We saw what happened when birthers like Donald Trump attacked Barack Obama. They lost big. American voters knew better. Elizabeth Warren. We saw when Scott Brown attacked my family and his staff made tomahawk chops and war whoops. They lost big. Massachusetts voters knew better. Elizabeth Warren. Donald Trump is a bully who has a single play in his playbook. Offensive lies thrown at anyone who calls him out. Donald Trump spews insults and lies because he can't have an honest conversation about his dangerous vision for America. Elizabeth Warren. But here's the thing. You can beat a bully by tucking tail and running. Not by tucking tail and running, but by holding your ground. Oh, really? Elizabeth, where were you during the the GOP? Oh, that's right. You don't care because you're a socialist Democrat. Donald Trump lied his way through the primaries without being held accountable. That's over. Is it, Elizabeth? That's what you're in for, America. That's what you're in for. Great. It's exciting. It's exciting. I know I'm excited. How about you? Huh? Yeah, of course you are. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, JeffyMRA. So much, so much action-packed adventure left in this broadcast. Don't go anywhere. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. It is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. In a related story, Libertarian Party membership applications double after Trump becomes GOP nominee. The Libertarian Party membership applications double. So we've got a whole four or five members now. Oh, sorry. I was teasing. They've got a couple. You know they do. <laughs> All right, let's do uh let's do uh, uh sweaty money. All right, listen up. If you have a business and you say Hey, I have a product to sell. I'm going to open a business. And I want people to come in and buy my product. But you get tired of taking nasty, sweaty money. So what do you do? Do you, I don't know, create a sweaty money jar where it can dry out for a while and tell people, hey, you can pay me, but put it in that and we'll dry it out for a little while? Do you just take it and set it off to the side once you take it? Or do you say, oh, we're not going to take it anymore? Well, a store in Owensboro, Kentucky, decided that uh, it's a tobacco shop, said that, decided that, uh, you know what, we're not going to take sweaty money anymore. And they put a sign on the door. And they said on the sign, due to rising temperatures, we will not be accepting boob or sock money. The manager, Cindy Collins, had this to say. Some of them like to bring me some soggy money. Um, They dig deep into their not so-called pockets to bring me some nasty money that we just don't want to accept anymore. Oh, now, Cindy, uh, you're the manager of the joint, right? So, really, I mean, does the owner have a say? Because I get it. You don't want to touch the nasty, sweaty money. However, the bank, I don't think, I don't think matters uh, the where the money comes from. Does it, Cindy? Well, money is nasty anyway, <laughs> but we don't want to accept money that's been sweaty or in places that you normally wouldn't put money at. But these people normally do put their money there. How many of you? How many of you say, hey, I'm going to go out. I'm going to put my money in my sock. All right. I mean, Owensboro must have a, I don't know. I don't want to say what I was going to say. I edited myself. You should be proud. Uh, You can't. Come on. It just it can't be that bad of a thing, can it? 
Is it a, is it a homeless thing? I mean, if you're homeless, that's where you put your money, right? In your sock. Uh, you know, it's, is the tobacco shop along Stripper Row, so you you know have boob and undie money. But they don't walk around in that in those outfits. That's where you put the money during the dance. I mean, that's where I'm told that you put the money during the dance. I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> wow, don't look at me like that. Like I'd actually, you know, know where to put the money in the the strip club. Anyway, I find it fascinating that more and more businesses are struggling every day, and this is going to be the beginning of, I mean, this is just a crazy manager that says she doesn't want to take nasty, sweaty money anymore. I got it. And so she's going to put up her sign and she got some, she got some, uh, you know, some press with her due to rising temperatures. We will not be accepting boob or sock money sign on the door, but it is going to be, uh, uh, one of the little tidbits on the road to, we don't, we, we don't need cash anymore. Just use, just use plastic or the chip in your arm. Cash is dirty. It's nasty. But then, I mean, well, they're going to, due to rising temperatures, we will not be accepting boob or sock cards. Credit cards must remain dry at all times. And, man, you want to talk about putting some people out of business, out of tip money. You're talking about dancers. I mean, people aren't putting debit cards or prepaid debit cards into the underwear straps and on the boob straps of the dancers. <laughs> are they? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they are. <laughs> oh, Owensboro, I love you. I love you, Owensboro, Kentucky. I do. Now, this story. I don't know if we have time. I, I want to play some of this anyway because this is agonizing. Emma Thompson, you know Emma. She's you know an actress. Uh, been around the world. Uh, you know her when you see her. She's protesting on a farm farmer's land uh, in England, and she this company, uh, Quadzilla, Quadrilla is a UK company based in uh, Lancashire, and they are a exploration and production company, and they want to use this farmer's land for fracking. And Emma, along with her Greenpeace buddies, uh, don't want them to frack on this land. The They set up a frack-free bake-off on this guy's land against a court order. And the farmer is pissed. Is pissed. Okay? So let's... Uh, Let's start out, let's hear the beginning of the frack off with Emma. The sun is shining over Sophie and her solar power cake. Sophie and Meanwhile, Emma are... Emma has the wind in her sails with her wind ah. turbine cake. Oh dear, there's the angry farmer. Oh no. Quadrilla wants to frack this gorgeous field. That's yes. why Emma and Sophie picked it for their frack-free bake-off protest. Yeah, I wonder if Emma and Sophie... Yeah, because uh, the farmer showed up and he was mad. And the far- he was pissed because they set up this on, their, on his land when they went against a court order. 
Uh, I don't have time to play when he shows up. Uh, the uh, he br- He's so pissed, he comes back with his tractor. He's got this giant tank, and I don't know how many gallons it holds. I mean, it's a giant farming tank that you would spray, you know, fertilizer, water, whatever, and it's full of poop. And he sprays all around this entire area where they're having their frack-free bake-off. And it looks nasty coming out of that tank. And they mentioned it, like, oh, it was such a nice smell, and now it just smells like poo. Yeah! Take that. Now, I don't know if you can get away with that in America. Just drive around the the protest and spray poop all around them. <laughs> I don't think you can get away with that in America. But Emma, nice job. Nice job. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher. Rocket on a Saturday. So the questions are still surrounding and hovering and just kind of lingering in the air over the death of Prince. Is it an overdose? Was it an overdose? Was he filled with Percocet in his system? The medical examiner has come out and said, hey, 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 we have not issued anything. What you're hearing is all. Oh, bull crap. Okay, we haven't issued anything. We're probably at least another week away from any information. They're still after the Dr. Cornfield uh, from California, who uh, is a uh, opioid addiction specialist. He had sent his son to Minnesota, right, uh, with uh, a new uh, a new drug, a red eye flight to Minnesota that night, the night the night before his death. And they were going to go to a doctor together, and they were going to explain to the doctor in Minnesota that he would need this, and he had the prescription to be able to write and give to him. Uh, now, you know, they're trying to give it as a hard time. He's like, you can't write a prescription in Minnesota. He didn't. Anyway, they're still after the doc, trying to figure, did he overprescribe? Did these doctors overprescribe? And... um Everybody's coming out with their painkiller addiction stories and how horrible it is and what a what a wonderful world it would be if we all weren't addicted to opioids. Is there an epidemic? I don't know, maybe. Um, is it as horrible as... Every as I say, everyone as the you know it's the new hated drugs, right? All the opioids. Everybody wants to you know you can't you can't get a prescription without feeling like a drug addict, and it drives me insane. Look, 
Um, I I know that it's a wonder. I mean, the drug itself, any of the opioids, work great, right? That's why they. That's why people get addicted to them. However, um, I've said for a long time that there's a difference between there's a difference between addiction and physical dependence nobody when they're bad mouthing all the people taking opioids to help them get through the day uh, their productive day, by the way. Uh, makes that distinction. It's all, oh, you need opioids? Then you're a drug addict and we need to make you jump through 8,000 hoops and spend all this money because you're a drug addict. No. No. Yeah, am I am I addicted? Yes, I have physical dependence. And yeah, so do a lot of people. But the point is, is that the medicine works. So I think it's time to, I mean, we need to start making that distinction for people. And they were trying to make that distinction. We'll see what's up with Prince. He may have gone off the deep end. There's no question. A man in his position certainly uh, could afford to go off the deep end and had the connections to do that. Uh, no no doubt about it. But and they'll t- obviously, you know, they all the people that went in off the deep end were started with uh, the addiction because they needed it, right? They had something done, uh, was in, were in an accident, uh, you know, had some kind of surgery where they needed it, and then it just got out of hand. I got it. The out of hand stuff can happen easy, but to just take it away because there are people who get out of hand with it is insane. So we'll see what the prince is, what the prince deal is. I mean, for years, he was, you know, in his 50s, but for 30 years, uh, you know, he danced in high heels, toured around the country dancing in high heels. Yeah, I can imagine that there was a little bit of pain going on in his life. So I'm fascinated to find out... uh, Exactly, you know, what was in his system. And now the judge is saying that uh, they get the DNA test uh, coming. Because you never know who's going to try to claim some of his fortune. So we want to have a DNA test. Well, you know who's going to claim most of his fortune is, uh, I don't know, the government. Why would a guy like Prince, even let's say as young as he was, you know, in his 50s, you know, obviously, when you, even in your 50s, you may start thinking about, uh, you know, I'm on the downside of life. But you figure you're going to live for quite a while. Well, why would a guy like Prince with such a, an amazing fortune, an amazing collection of merchandise and songs, and entertainment that is going to go on for years where he couldn't stop the money from coming in. Why does a guy like that not have a will? That's a mistake. That's a mistake. So I hope I hope maybe he actually had one and we just didn't know about it. 
you think, I mean, they would have, hopefully the attorneys would have come forward by now. But not having a will screws him hard with the government. I mean, between the feds and the state, they are going to take a lot of the prince money, which I think is a is a crime in itself, no question. But it just shouldn't be that way, right? I mean, the guy who worked so hard to amass this this life and this money, and then, uh, oh yeah, that's great, but uh, it's the government's now. Never mind that you paid all this money to us before while you were earning it. Uh, we're just going to take it again. That's a beautiful thing. I love government. I love government. But the next time that you start getting into hearing the people start ramping on and on and on about uh, addiction, the phenomenon of addiction, uh, remember to take a look at it from addiction and physical dependence. The at you know it, it's. I'm trying to draw you know some kind of shadow line. I don't know that I don't know that you can, and the fight's going to go on forever over it. But I think you can kind of understand where I'm coming from. You know, it goes back to what we talked about with um, Alex Epstein. When he was talking about uh, having uh, somebody come from 300 years ago to today and seeing what a wonderful, marvelous thing life is today with power and air conditioning and heat and buildings and light and medicine. Medicine. I mean, in the early 1900s, everybody was, you know, drinking cocaine and drinking, you know, Bear heroin and creating these monsters. So we've come a long way. And yet life is pretty darn good. And because life is pretty darn good, <laughs> we've got to do something to pull the rug out from underneath you. Okay? And that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> If you th- if you think life is getting good, we're going to pull the rug right out from underneath you. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Yeah, baby. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Coming up immediately following this broadcast, Mike Opelka, Bureau Opelka, on the Blaze Radio Network. According to uh, Mike, uh, one of the rejected Bureau Opelka giveaways this week, and I'm not sure what he's going to be giving away this week. I didn't hear anything in the the break room, but uh, apparently, according to Mike, uh, one of the giveaways that was rejected was the Piropelka sock wallet. The Piropelka sock wallet. I don't know why that would have been rejected. It seems like it would have been something worthy to give away, something that people would use. 
like uh, like the Opelka uh, boob sleeve, the the Opelka boob sleeve wallet. Uh, I'm really not sure why those haven't taken off, like I thought they would. But you know, it's a good place to keep your money and keep it dry. So you know what they say: you always want to keep your powder dry. So that Opelka boob sleeve pocket wallet. <laughs> Congratulations are in order, by the way. Congratulations are in order to the all-new Ghostbusters. Yes, the brand spanking new Ghostbusters is officially the most disliked movie trailer in YouTube history. Yay! Congratulations! Yay! Now... That is a there is a disclaimer on that too because it's the most disliked movie trailer. I mean, it does. There's still plenty of there's plenty of other videos that beat the heck out of that by being disliked more than more than the movie trailer. Uh, Justin Bieber's "Baby" is in front with a little over six million dislikes. Um, Friday from Rebecca Black. Oh my gosh! Remember that stupid Friday? Holy cow! It's got two million down votes, and the Ghostbusters trailer, by comparison, comes in eighteenth. Come on, what? It's got. It doesn't even have a million dislikes yet. You could do better. You could do better. Okay. You could do better, but it's been viewed thirty million times. Now, I was trying to remember when I was reading this. If I'd actually seen the trailer, because you know, I mean, the original Ghostbusters—it's uh, iconic, right—and people are wound up about the new Ghostbusters because it's all females, and uh, you know, there's been one tweet. I love the one tweet: "New Ghostbusters trailer, most disliked trailer in history of YouTube." In other news, misogynists have found dislike button on YouTube. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's actually true. Uh, one says we aren't disliking the video because of the women. We're disliking it because it looks like it's going to effing blow. <laughs> All right, let's. You know, I want to hear the. I, and so I so I watched the I watched the the trailer, and while you can't watch it, I I will tweet the the story out so you can watch the trailer for yourself, but you can't hear it. And you look, if you haven't seen the original Ghostbusters, um, I'm not sure particularly what cave you crawled out of, but perhaps you weren't born in, I don't know, earth. But, uh, so it's based on obviously that and let's hear the trailer and, and then, uh, we'll get your thoughts because of course they started out with, you know, Shots of the city, and uh, then thirty years ago today. And it talks about they saved the city. Shots of New York skyline. It's a this summer. That's okay. She seems. Peaceful. My name is Aaron Gilbert, doctor of particle physics. Ah! 
she just got slimed. Stuff went everywhere, by the way, in every crack. Very hard to wash off. We have dedicated our whole lives to studying the paranormal. Now there's sightings all over the city. There are people out there that need our help. Holtzman, you're a brilliant engineer. Aaron, no one's better at quantum physics than you. We can provide a real service. I'm joining the club. You guys are really smart about this science stuff, but I know New York. And I can borrow a car from my uncle. <laughs> uh, you didn't disclose that the vehicle was going to be a hearse. It's a Cadillac! <laughs> Come on now. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh. Did you want to? Sorry. sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you. Next time. Okay. Someone is creating a device that amplifies paranormal activity. And we might be the only ones who can stop it. Holtzman, come on! The hat is too much, right? Is it the wig or the hat? There's a bigger picture at hand here. These ghosts can possess the human form. See? Oh, hell no, the devil it's... is a liar! Get out of my friend! Ghost! <laughs> Ow, okay. At the end, it's going to be this summer July release. It looks like a Ghostbuster movie. It should be funny. It should be funny. However, it's tough to mess with iconic movies and redo them and come away with it unscathed. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. How are you? 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to participate. Hey, uh, yesterday we found out that uh, if you use Gmail, Hotmail, or Yahoo Mail, you should change your password now. Uh, Reuters uh, was reporting that Russian hackers have stolen more than 273 million email passwords and are selling them online. If true... This would be the largest security breach since hackers attacked the U.S. banks and retailers two years ago. So, change your password. Google, Microsoft, Yahoo, or Mail Are You? Which, you know, a lot of people complain about the Google, but I'm telling you, they're, uh, they're, they're making their experience pretty, pretty good. That's all I'm saying. 
That's all I'm saying. We can talk a little bit about uh, some big tech stuff. I was reading a big article by um, uh, Business Insider Intelligence. It's one of their inside reports. And they were going through some of the big tech predictions of 2016. And some of those tech predictions are actually coming true and will come true. And as I'm going through them, I'm just fascinated by what's happening um, in the world. Um, According to uh, Business Insider Intelligence, you know, retailers have been shifting from brick-and-mortar stores to online outlets. We know that. Payment cards are moving from our wallets to our smartphones. I mean, they aren't accepting uh, sweaty money anymore. Uh, Publishers have ditched paper and are now sending content in real time, which uh, we, you know, we love. Those of you listening on the Blaze Radio Network, uh, thank you. Automakers have said that the next five years will disrupt the industry more than the last 50 years. Amazing. And tech giants are replacing our PCs with mobile devices. No question about that. I, ha- If I could do, I'm, I'm just getting ready to get a new mobile device. Now, I have the Samsung, what is this, the 5. And I would have already gotten rid of it except, well, some sort of con- contractual arrangement that I made with them makes me spend a million dollars if I get rid of this phone. And I love this phone anyway. I really like this phone a lot, so it's fine. I got I really have no problem with the phone at all and it still works great. However, I looked at the 7 the 7 Sport or the 7 Note, whatever the whatever one of the 7s are, it was beautiful. Uh, that will be my my next phone. And if I can do like I have, I have a couple laptops and a desktop. We have a desktop at home. We got a couple uh, laptops. We have a couple of tablets, uh, Android tablets. I do not have an iPhone tablet. Um, if I can do what I do, and I, right now I can do, I got the Android tablet and I barely use it anymore because I can do everything I did on the tablet on my phone. At the time, uh, just before when I got the tablet, it was just before I got the five, uh, the phone, the the Samsung 5, so I wanted the tablet because there was some stuff I wanted to be able to do. Ah, boom. I got the 5, and I didn't need the tablet anymore. If I can do almost everything on my phone that I can do on any device. Okay? So uh, if I could, and I'm sure that there's a way. I just have not done it. Uh, if I could set it up so I could print from my phone, I just haven't done it because I've got a couple of desktops that I can print from if I want things printed. Uh, and, and a couple of laptops as well. Um, I wouldn't use the desktop or the laptop. There is some Blaze Radio technical stuff behind the scenes that I take care of uh, that I can't do on my phone. Uh, once I can do that on my phone, I'll just use the phone. I'm good with that. I'm all ready for that. No problem. Um, face, they, they claim that Facebook and YouTube uh, will battle in mobile video. Indonesia will become one of the largest smartphone markets. The, the blockchain will be recognized as more than a fad. Amazon will leave its shipping partners and oil companies will embrace IoT technology as the price of oil continues to drop. Well, oil is kind of going back up, but the IoT technologies is going to be embraced and already is being embraced by almost everyone uh, right now, right? I mean, the 
the Internet of Things is everywhere. Um, and their Internet of Things predictions, two-thirds of new cars shipped to the U.S. will be connected to the Internet. I mean, that's probably already true. The U.S. will finally get federal guidance surrounding self-driving cars, uh, leading many states to enact legislation. We know that's already true. And we're going to get to the self-driving cars faster than than they predicted. The growth of enterprise of uh, Internet of Things initiatives will increase in demand for cyber insurance policies in 2016. That's, I mean, think about that. They've got to find a way to uh, insure your self-driving car, uh, which you know will be nothing if the only reason you'll need insurance on the self-driving car is because there'll be other cars out there that aren't self-driving, and you can't, you know, humans will crash, right? Because the self-driving cars should see each other and not crash. As oil prices continue to crash, which they haven't, by the way, but uh, this is their prediction. Uh, we'll look at the Internet of Solution to maximize efficiency throughout the supply chain. I mean, they're already doing that, really. But uh, it's going to be a, a while before gas prices go back down again. Uh, and here in Texas, there's many people that are kind of happy about that. The insurance industry will embrace healthcare and connected home Internet of Thing devices. As a way to price insurance policies. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, you don't have the app uh, to update your medical information directly to our to our database? Oh, no, we got to charge you more money. Uh, we want to be able to dial in and have your, uh, have your medical information uh, updated immediately whenever we call. Otherwise, we're going to charge you uh, $8 million. Uh, the mobile video wars will heat up with winners and losers starting to emerge in distinct content categories. Brands and media companies to accelerate the number of videos they publish directly to Facebook. Facebook will eventually surpass YouTube. I know it's, they've got a ways to go for that, but they are trying. Uh, Snapchat continue to pen exclusive partnerships with major media companies, large brands. Video viewing audience will still grow significantly. YouTube will remain a huge player, oh, but rely heavily on its YouTube stars to drive video views and paid subscribers to its YouTube Red service. Have you subscribed yet to YouTube Red? Have you? Okay. They're YouTube stars. Uh, my kids, there's several. I mean, there's a list of them that my kids love. So they're there. Don't fool yourself. They're out there. And I mean, they have uh, they have these. I'll call them conventions, but they're not that. They're gatherings of the YouTube stars, and I mean, they are packed with thousands of people. These guys are stars in the YouTube world. So don't think it doesn't exist. Standards of for online video news and tracking will become a major point of contention. That's for sure, and it already is. Um, we we want to be able to know, you know, that we want to get feedback. And the feedback is who's listening, when they're listening, how long they're listening, uh, where they're listening from. And uh, different companies say that they can do it, but different companies also have different ways of manipulating that data. So the companies that are able to do that and not manipulate it and able to give you uh, as close to real-time information as possible uh, will be the winners in that. I mean, we have a, a, a system here for just the website that gives you real time how many people are looking at each story 
how many people are online, what story they came from to get to this story, uh, what where they came from, their mobile device, where they came from, where they got the story from, Twitter, Facebook, desktop. Uh, it's pretty fa- It's pretty fascinating. Native advertising will see an uptick in ad spend as publishers and advertisers like focus on the user experience. Yeah, I mean, the, the user experience is also the best, but they've still got to advertise. Nobody knows how to make any money off of this yet. They're trying to figure out ways, but nobody knows how to really make uh, money because nobody wants the advertising, right? Everybody says, hey, we want everything free, but how do you pay for it? It's, you know, it's 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 a... Uh, it's funny how things free still cost money. Huh. Cable companies will continue to embrace streaming, but costs for consumers will rise. So you can count on that. Uh, you know, they've got declining revenue, so they're going to uh, try to uh, up their streaming services. Uh, but they will also up their cable costs because less and less people are using their services. Claims here Yahoo will sell its core business, likely to a telecommunications company. Yahoo insists its core business is currently not for sale. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure uh, everything is for sale. Google and Facebook will be drawn into the fray based on Yahoo's fantasy sports, mail, and finance digital properties. And, you know, in um, uh, Charter, uh, right, they just, they just okayed, I think, yesterday the deal with Time Warner. Uh, Fios uh, just was bought out by Frontier. And by the way, that speaking of that, um, I got news for you. Uh, that happened almost, and I'll say almost overnight, it was like, oh, okay, Verizon Fios is now Frontier, and uh, there you go. And so when they had problems with their switchover for their Wi-Fi and some of their cable services, uh, when you called and talk to a human being that didn't appear to be or didn't sound like they were living here in the United States. However, they could be. They could have been. Uh, they said, oh, you were notified of the change, and the time has passed now that you can't do it. You know, it's still going gonna, gonna to cost you uh, uh, so much money to get out of your contract uh, because uh, you were notified. Uh, no. Frontier, you can keep saying that to people, but that doesn't make it true. Unless we were notified in uh, an email in my junk mail or we were notified in small writing at the bottom of our online bill, which is the only bill we get, uh, then it's not true. I'm sure that's what happened, though. Oh, we notified you. Look, it's on page three, paragraph two, uh, negative two size font saying that uh, you have exactly seven days to let us know whether you want out of this deal because we're taking over Verizon Fios. And we put it on every bill, including the bills that were sent out online. So if you don't get a paper bill, you should have seen it on your online bill. Okay, raise your hand if you look at every page and read every word of your online bill except for what you're being charged and what you're being charged for. Oh, look at you with your hand up. Aren't you special? Aren't you special, unlike the rest of us? Top five mobile predictions from Business Insider Intelligence for 2016. A major wireless carrier and pay TV company will merge. That's already happening, right? Uh, Cable companies have extensive Wi-Fi networks. 
And that could add capacity to wireless networks. Better coverage means faster wireless networks, heavier data loads. Um, it, it absolutely will. That will happen. Um, cable industry is under pressure from over-the-top device operators and streaming video. Um, Apple TV, Roku, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, The Blaze. Uh for falling pay TV subscriptions. Um, Mobile, T-Mobile, and Sprint. This is a surprise to me. T-Mobile and Sprint, the wireless industry, number three and four carriers, respectively, and prime acquisition targets. Sprint continues to hemorrhage cash. Uh, It's amazing to me. I I don't know why. I love Sprint. I've had Sprint for a long time. Uh, They've been a, a great, they've been a wonderful mobile companion to me. They're not even a sponsor. Sprint. Indonesia is going to join India as the next big smartphone market. Think of that. Think of that. Indonesia will join India as the next big smartphone market to watch out for. 250 million people. Indonesia is approaching the population of the United States. Wow. And India's smartphone user base is expected to match the U.S. this year. Wow. 204 million smartphone users in 2016. Four million less than the U.S. Indonesia, the country's per capita income is rising fast, which will obviously help its people, and about half of whom are under 30. And, of course, that's mobile device world uh the company uh xiaomi will begin selling phones in the u.s that's x-i-a-o-m-i xiaomi will begin selling phones in the u.s they are uh, known for making high quality devices at a fraction of the price hmm. they're not in the u.s yeah, i'd be surprised if that's allowed to come into the u.s i bet you there's some kind of deal that they can't come into the u.s Disappearing carry contracts in the U.S. will accelerate the smartphone upgrade cycle. Will kill mobile service contracts. Price war. After a volatile to mobile carry industry has ushered in the decline of smartphone contracts. Gatekeeper status. They're going to lose that. Uh, more customers purchase devices directly from manufacturers. My wife just did that. Purchased a, a device directly from the manufacturer and then uh, went to the company, which was Sprint, and they activated it through their carrier service. Uh, absolutely. You get your phone through a, uh, through the direct manufacturer. It's, if that's the phone you want, that's the phone you should get. Enterprise apps are going to hit a new high. Those are just a few of the 2016 predictions from Business Insider Intelligence, and we are just five months into the year. So in another seven months, where will we be? (laughs) It will be amazing where we'll be. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Plenty of entertainment all day long on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka, Pura Pelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. And we do a little quick rewind of Jay Severin from the previous week. Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs, all live right here on the Blaze Radio Network. That is your Saturday. A news from Hong Kong. Hong Kong has unveiled a brand new way. Brand new. For you to enjoy fried chicken. You can get your salty and spicy fix with edible nail polish. The finger licking good. Comes in two signature KFC flavors. Original recipe. Brown sparkles. Hot and spicy, fire engine red, with deep maroon sparkles. It's designed to keep customers sucking and licking long after their meal is over. This is not available for you in the United States that are listening, so don't get your hopes up. I apologize. It could be soon, but boy, oh boy. What you can do with edible nail polish. And I'll just let you take that home with you today. Finger licking good. Edible nail polish from KFC in Hong Kong. Keep customers sucking and licking long after the meal is over. (laughs) This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So I'm scrolling through social media last night, and I'm you know, i trying to ease my Donald Trump discomfort. And I, I, I'm not sure what I call it yet, but it is Trump discomfort. And... I know there's a clip of him somewhere that I heard or he talks about it where the America's just we're going to be love and love each other and we're just going to be winners and we're going to be tired of winning and we're just going to all love each other. And then we, you know, we hear what he says and we listen to him. There's no specifics, a lot of specifics on the other side, but no specifics from him. But if you think, and Elizabeth Warren was a prime example. We read earlier some of her tweets firing back at Donald Trump. If you think for one second that all the stuff that we told you was going to happen isn't going to happen, you are sadly mistaken. For example, late last year, a video was released of these kids bad-mouthing Donald Trump for his illegal alien comments. And what do you mean? It's making the rounds again after the he's the presumptive... GOP nominee? What? Now, the video itself is agonizing, and I'm going to play it for you. And 
when you watch it, it's even uh, more agonizing than when you listen to it. Uh, when you uh, listen to it, you'll hear a number of beeps. That's because the kids are using language that uh, I can't air here on the blaze. I would love to air it for you to hear it because it's agony. It makes it even better with how bad it is. Now, aside from the fact that the kids, especially the one little boy is annoying, uh, spreading a lot of information that isn't true, huh? just like Donald Trump. But if you think you're not going to get inundated with this kind of stuff in the next few months, <laughs> think again. Hola, Donald Trump! Screaming, get out of my country! Republicans use offensive words. So here's a few of our own. You racist. Anchor baby? Wow. Racist When you say Mexican immigrant, a rapist murders drug dealers. You know it's racist calls for words like speaks, wetbags, and be nurse. And you have attacked uh, people no, for speaking Mexican in this nation. Um, it's Spanish, idiota. Maybe a little less hairspray and more education. Millions of working Latinos would be deported. If you get your logo way. If you're in the White House for America, it would be nothing but bad hair days. Yo, Trump, you may be high in the cold. Thanks to paint your racist suckers, but you're all going to have to come from me. If you try to deport my abuelita, mother you see, the Constitution makes me a citizen. And you hate that because I'm brown. And you say you're a patriot. But you want to tear the Bill of Rights down. I'm an American. You oh. like our constitution and what it stands for? Get the f- out of my country. There's the door. It's the 2016 presidential election. Get a t-shirt or a bumper sticker and get involved. The hashtag Deport Racism 2016 Movement. Do I have to be Hispanic to wear the t-shirt? Oh, thank you. You know? Donald Trump piñata. No, 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 kids. Trump is full of nothing sweet. This racist bullshit. Share this video if you're fed uh, up with uh, it. Uh, 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 uh. No, no, kids. Trump is full of racist. Okay. As much as I dislike Donald Trump, I dislike that video even more. That is unbelievable to me. Um. It may be true to some Trump supporters that some of those words are racist code words, although I I don't get it. Um, Some of the posts underneath the Facebook page, posts was, I love this message, but I kept getting distracted by every time they said F and raised the middle finger. This was poorly planned. It definitely does not help the cause. Agreed. If anything, it can be used against you and will make these hateful Trump supporters feel emboldened and justified with their racism. Replied to by Tasha Ray. Then you have missed the point and you are an idiot. F is just a word. Shock value. 
Donald Trump has said many more shocking and horribly offensive things than a kid telling him to go F himself, which he deserves, idiota. We're criminals, LOL, how cute. Why does he only target Latinos? He doesn't. When there's a bunch of other immigrants, like his wife, that isn't even your country, uh, she is an American citizen, it's the Indians' territory. They found it first. Then white men went and killed them all and took over. Please, you're an immigrant as well then. Uh, I I don't know what to say to that. Um, except that it's agonizing. And uh, while I really dislike Donald Trump, uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. These, these, this, this whole video is agonizing throughout the whole thing. Um, Anchor Babies um, isn't racist. It's just saying what you are. It's using it as a, I don't know, point of reference. Um, yes, you are a citizen. Um, the people who brought you here are not. Um, if we send them back, um, you don't have to stay here. You can go with them. We're not separating families. Uh, or, I don't know, you could stay here, and then um, they could come here a legal way. That could happen, too. Or you could all go back together, and then when they're ready to come back legally, you could come back because you're already a citizen. Real simple. We don't want to break up families. Yes, we do. We don't care. We do it all the time for Americans. Oh, oh. I get it now. Americans, it doesn't matter. Because when I say Americans, it's code word for white. Right. Oh, I should have known that. Ugh. All right. What's that? I just got a call and a request in to hear it again. Hey, we'll try to get it on for you. Hola, Donald Trump. Screaming, get out of my country. Republicans use offensive words. So here's a few of our own. You racist. We're Latino kids born in the USA. And we've got something to say. I'm Rosa. I'm Ricardo. My friends call me Rick. But you keep calling me Anchor Baby? Um, it's Spanish, idiota. Maybe a little less hairspray and more education. Millions of working Latinos would be deported. If you get your logo, way pendejo, if you're in the White House for America, it would be nothing but bad hair days. Yo, Trump, you may be high in the polls. Thanks to paint your racist suckers, but you're all going to have to come from me. If you try to deport my abuelita, mother. 
You see, the Constitution makes me a citizen. And you hate that because I'm brown. And you say you're a patriot? But you want to tear the Bill of Rights down. I'm an American born in the USA. This is my home. You can't take my rights away. If you like our Constitution and what it stands for, get the f*** out of my country. There's the door. It's a 2016 presidential election. Get a t-shirt or a bumper sticker and get involved. With the hashtag Deport Racism 2016 Movement. At DeportRacism.com. You don't have to be Latino to get involved, you know? A Donald Trump piñata. No, 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 kids. Trump is full of nothing sweet. This racist bull Share this video if you're fed up with it. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is The Jeff Fisher Show. That it is. How are you? Michael Pelka, Piero Pelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. He denied going to have the sock wallet uh, giveaway today, uh, which meant uh, means he might be uh, giving away the uh, the uh, boob slip wallet. I don't know that. I don't know if he's going to be doing that or not because people are starting to be bothered with sweaty money. You want to keep sweaty money in your boob or sock. There are some establishments that won't accept your money anymore. And Mike's just trying to help you out with that, which I thought, which I think is great of him, right? Right. A couple stories that uh, we need to get to, so you realize how good we actually do have it here in America. Uh, congratulations are in order. Uh, we talked a little bit about the new Ghostbusters movie coming out uh, in July, but uh, in June. Uh, the anniversary of the original 1984 release, uh, Fathom Events, is going to have a big release of Ghostbusters all over the country. The original Ghostbusters is going to air. Uh, it will So get ready for that. It'll be fun. They'll have fun. They're going to be uh, uh, big screenings, and Fathom Events is going to be releasing all over the country, and then there's going to be an encore date as well. We couldn't just have one date. Fathom is like, no, uh, we're going to have one huge release date, and then we're going to throw in another one at the end uh, just in case you missed it. Good luck with that. And I'm in trouble today, too. You know what today is? Today is the Kentucky Stinking Derby. Kentucky Derby. My wife wants to go to this thing so bad, to the Kentucky Derby. And I have about as much interest in going. Oh, I better not say that. I want to go so bad. I do. Oh, man, do I want to go. And do I want to, I mean, she wants to, you know, have the hat and the mint juleps and go to the Kentucky Derby. And I'm going to end up having to do that one of these years soon and boy, will it be fun? Boy, will it be fun? Boy, will it be fun? We talk a lot about living uh, a longer life, longevity, what it takes to live longer. 109 year old woman in England 109 years old. 
this week. Received her ninth birthday card from Queen Elizabeth. She is, uh, sounds like Donald Trump, actually. I don't drink, but I have a little drop of whiskey every night. Wait, what? I don't drink, but I have a little drop of whiskey every night. Okay. Says she feels like she did in her 60s. No aches, no pains, good appetite, little hearing loss. I have a little dollop of whiskey every night, even though I don't drink. And don't forget about uh, the 110-year-old woman in Jersey, right? Uh, She was drinking Miller High Life and shots of Johnny Walker Blue. So I think we found the secret to longevity uh, in life is a booze. Uh, I don't know how much. Uh, Probably shouldn't overdo it. But there should be enough to give you a quick quick drop every night just to keep you sane, right? Of course it is. Of course it is. And just when you think, man, oh, man, things are going to get worse. No. If you, you don't live in China. In China, things are bad. Okay? In Hong Kong, you're getting... In Hong Kong, you're getting finger-licking good nail polish so you can continue to have KFC with you wherever you go. But in China, they are prohibiting live stream hostesses from seductively eating bananas. What is this world coming to? The Chinese government prohibits live stream hostesses from seductively eating bananas. Bananas. Seriously, the world is close to an end. When you can't eat a banana online and stream it live so people can watch you, <laughs> I mean, she can still do it. She just can't stream it. So there's that. There's that. I had the Donald Trump love clip that I was going to play for you, but I can't. I don't think I can take it. I don't want to even hear it. I can't. I can't take Donald. I can't. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Anyway, thanks for being along for the ride. Appreciate it. Anybody tell you you look good today? No? <laughs> you do. Seriously, you do. But uh, and you're not gonna not gonna wear that all day, are you? Ooh. Okay. Whatever. Looks good on you. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.